Welcome to Life Words Day by Day, where we are moving into 1 Corinthians chapter 7, where we enter the dangerous land of marriage and the marriage bed. Perhaps this describes you, another night, another denial. Work all day, kids' ball practices, and then the discipleship group, a quick meal, homework, and baths leave little time for romance. Another night, another denial. I think I'm safe to say that most married couples have been here. At one time or another, each spouse has been on both sides of this situation. The problem, however, is when this becomes the norm. It becomes the pattern within the marriage relationship instead of the rare exception. So what needs to change in our hearts and minds regarding the issue of cultivating and maintaining a healthy sexual relationship within marriage? What purpose does this aspect of the marriage serve anyway, and is it really that important? My wife has read in books where in days gone by, wives have been told just to endure this part of the relationship and to show no enjoyment of it whatsoever in order to keep its use at a minimum and only for the functional purposes of procreating. She's been told stories as a bride-to-be that this part of the marriage relationship is something that the wife just has to tolerate. An example of this comes from a book written by the wife of a pastor. The title is Instruction and Advice for the Young Bride on the Conduct and Procedure of the Intimate and Personal Relationships of the Marriage State. Quote, To the sensitive young woman who has had the benefits of proper upbringing, the wedding day is ironically both the happiest and most terrifying day of her life. On the positive side, there is the wedding itself in which the bride is the central attraction in a beautiful and inspiring ceremony, symbolizing her triumph in securing a male to provide for her all of her needs for the rest of her life. On the negative side, there is the wedding night during which the bride must, quote, pay the piper, so to speak, by facing for the first time the terrible experience of sex. At this point, dear reader, let me concede one shocking truth. Some young women actually anticipate the wedding night with curiosity and pleasure. Beware such an attitude. A selfish and sensual husband can easily take advantage of such a bride. One cardinal rule of marriage that should not be forgotten. Give little, give seldom, and above all, give grudgingly. My education on the subject was even more sparse and perhaps moral, more unrealistic to real life. So there are some extreme mindsets and attitudes out there, right? From it's horrible, so we save it for marriage just to be endured, to the attitude of it's no big deal, nothing more than getting a milkshake from Sonic. And what we have lost is all the beauty and mystery and joy and comfort that biblical marital intimacy brings to a husband and wife. Marital intimacy is one of God's greatest gifts to mankind, and it should be treasured like a rare jewel, and it should be looked upon with great anticipation and delight, and it should be guarded and protected by all. And so even though this may be an awkward topic to discuss, and we might not even think that God's Word addresses this in much detail, we can rejoice greatly because God does speak to this topic in great detail. God created sex. Sex is His idea. And it's an incredible part of the marriage relationship that is to be enjoyed and loved and cultivated. And it will be when we keep it within the boundaries of the right purposes. Today, when you pray, please pray for Ashraf Sarah and his family, our missionaries in Texas. 
And also remember the Sumbwa Life Word broadcast that's heard in Tanzania.